100. WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Break the wall! It's happened again. The Steelers never let us down because they always let us down. You had A.B. on Facebook Live. You got Mike Mitchell outside Jacksonville's locker room. You got Tomlin looking ahead to a playoff game against New England that never got played. You got Lev Bell missing the walkthrough before the Jacksonville playoff game. You got all that dancing, but no rings. You have veteran players who couldn't wait to retire and get out of that locker room. You got the National Anthem fiasco in Chicago last year, and now you got Bell not showing up and the locker room in a tizzy because of it. Obviously rattled. If the Steelers ever had any extra sense of professionalism, that is long since dead. They are a mess once again. A nonstop distraction, and the new season already feels tainted because of it. Hey, Steelers, guess what? You just made the list! Seriously, doesn't it feel that way? Like the season sucks already. I'd love to see the Steelers on hard knocks next year. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Dial 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Don't respond by phone. You can respond on Twitter. I'm really debating. Should I take a chance, even though I'm under the weather, and go to Vegas tomorrow night? and do the show there next week. Right now I'm leaning toward not because fat guys and airplane toilets don't mix. You know who I actually talked about this with is, is Mikey and Big Bob from Kiss FM. I spoke about it with them this morning off the air. You know, if anybody would ever want to cash in big, they should take the conversations I have with those two and put it like on Facebook Live. Maybe AB could drum up sponsorship, and I would want paid, and they would too, but uh, it, it's just funny stuff. But, uh, you know, Bob's a big guy, as am I. That airplane toilet, not good. Plus, which, you know what? You know what I would really fear? If whatever it is I have is real bad, and I don't know that it is, it's just that I don't know what it is. But if whatever it is I have is real bad, I'd hate to be like in the hospital out there, you know, with no way back. That kind of frightens me a little bit. Well, I've turned the show way too serious now. Let's talk about that son of a bitch Le'Veon Bell, 412-333-9939. Actually, if you'd rather talk about something else concerning the Steelers or their opener against Cleveland, I think it's about time to start doing that, although we will have Ralph Sindrich, the agent, on to talk about the Lev Bell situation uh, in about 10 minutes. Uh, I really do think that if Garrett dominates Villanueva, that could give the Browns a good chance at an upset, and Ben could get hurt. This guy, Garrett, he's that kind of player. Ben could get hurt. I'm also curious to see how they split up the running back workload. I think Bell, excuse me, I think Tomlin will be tempted to give Connor all the carries just to kind of put him in the Bell shoes. Make him the bell cow. Get it? And uh, I am intrigued by Terrell Edmonds winning that starting job. Again, Burnett being hurt may have something to do with it. I still, what I want is three safeties. I want three safeties in the base defense. I think Bostic 
would not help nearly as much as an extra safety would. I just don't. What, you think Cleveland's going to pound the ball in the ground? I think they're going to throw right at John Bostick is what I think they're going to do. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Terrific. Uh, two quick questions for you. First one, do you think Mike Tomlin enabled this situation with Le'Veon Bell? No. Why, why would you say that? Uh, no, I just think that the way Mike Tomlin kind of works his, his clubhouse, if you may, um, it allows Okay, tell me, exactly, to... tell me exactly how you think Mike Tomlin did anything to enable this. Exactly no, he's, how? He's a, he's a player's coach. Okay, now, now I guess you don't have the word exactly in your mental dictionary. Tell me exactly how this was uh, enabled by Tomlin. I, I'm just wondering. That's it. Okay, wonder no longer because you're wrong. Okay. It's a laissez-faire culture there, but this is about Bell and his agent wanting to conserve him, his body, keep his reps and touches done to make him healthier and thus more valuable in free agency. And I can't attach that to Tomlin. I just can't. Now, has, has Bell been enabled by Tomlin in other ways? You know, missing the walkthrough before the Jacksonville playoff game to no discipline? Yeah, of course. But that's nothing to do with this. Uh, Tomlin could be Vince Lombardi dipped in Bill Belichick. And that wouldn't affect what Bell and his agent are doing now. Let's go to Travis in the car. Travis, you're on with Double M. Uh, Mark, big fan. How's it going? Great. Uh, just wanted to get your opinion on how they should use the running backs they actually do have. Okay. I thought we just talked about that. I I would think that uh, Connor's going to get the big workload in Tomlin's effort to have him emulate Bell and kind of give everybody a, 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 a little bit of a – a pleasure cruise in that regard. That's what people want to see. They want to see Connor directly replace Bell. I would divide the workload up a little bit. You know how everybody talks about the three-headed monster that, that the Eagles had? In the early games, I would see if that could possibly be replicated here. I agree. I think that uh, you know they should use uh, the rookie as, as much as they can. I think he could be good out of the backfield. Who? Uh, Samuels. Who are you talking about? Goodbye. Perhaps to see what he's at. Yeah, but don't turn your radio down, and now you can turn it back up because you're not on it anymore. Let's go to uh, Jimmy in Upper St. Clair. Jimmy, you're on with Double M. Hey, big fan. I think that, uh, you know, Colbert really miscalculated here or rolled the dice and uh, lost. And, uh, you know, him in ownership, uh, you know, really, uh, really screwed this up. Because, you know, like you said, they should have seen this as a possibility. They should have and, anticipated uh, this as a, as a possibility, if not a strong possibility. That said, I'm not sure they would have wanted to trade Bell under any circumstances. Then again, I don't think they knew how bad this was going to get. This is extremely toxic right now. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's only going to get worse. He comes in, how, how much better is it going to be between him and the other players? It can't be good at, at, year, at you know, week uh, 10 or whatever. It's just going to be toxic. I no, think they'll welcome him with that. open arms once he gets back. I don't know. They could have got what, what could they have gotten for him six months ago? Or but but, but that's six him. months ago, and and they just aren't going to do it now. And they probably weren't even ever going to do it then. Maybe they should have, but they just weren't going to trade him. They weren't going to not tag him. 
This is what it is. It's a nightmare. It'll work itself out. And I put out the call to not talk about Bell, and what are all the calls about? Le'Veon Bell. Let's go to Nick in the car. Nick, you're on with Double M. Mark, I apologize. I didn't hear you say let's not talk about Bell. I wouldn't have called to talk, talk about, about whatever Bell. you like. Um, I'm wondering. I, I can't. I could never fathom giving up 14.6 million dollars. But do you think Bell knows of a contract that he's actually going to get for next year? I mean, do you think that could drive him? Do I think Bell has like a secret deal somewhere? Absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, I, no. You don't think? No, that that would be such if that unveiled itself, the tampering charge, the loss of draft picks, it never that never happens in the NFL and there's a reason for that. What if he ends up on the Browns next year? You got Todd Haley who was in the organization last year. No Oh my god, I, I'm sure that those two would want to resume their great relationship. I, I bro, I, I think you're I think you're looking for conspiracies where none remotely exist. Let's go to uh, Mark in Ohio. Mark, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up? Oh, last call, I eliminated my one question. Uh, you mentioned on the list about the veterans in the locker room wanting to get out of there as soon as they can. What has kept uh, Big Ben around for as long as he's st- stuck around? Millions and millions and millions of reasons. And, and plus, <laughs> I'm not saying those veterans retired you know, prematurely to get away from that locker room. I'm just saying they were relieved when it did come time to logically retire. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Let's talk to Ray and Butler. Ray, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, big fan. What up? And my question is, how many weeks can Bell set out, and if James Conner's playing well enough, can the Steelers pull their offer? They're not going to pull their offer. And... um Bell has to be uh, under contract for six games, but he can't be on the exempt list. So I would expect him to report uh, for the Steelers' ninth game of the season. All right. Thank you, sir. Then again, can you imagine the excrement storm all over football if he came in after 10 games and they put him on the exempt list and that tied him to the team next year again because he didn't eat up the contract? I don't think I think the Steelers want this to be over now. Not enough to 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 rescind the tag, not enough to trade him, but they want this to be over after this season. Up next, we'll talk to player agent Ralph Sindrich. That's always a pleasure. He's up next on 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Bubble M, huge fan body. Your voice is like sweet nectar to my ears. Still of the night, still of the night, still of the night. VX at 105.9. I just got a DM from Mark Caballi of TheAthletic.com who said, tell those idiots that if they rescind the franchise tag, they lose a third-round compensatory pick when Bell goes somewhere else. Caballi's words, you idiots. Not mine, his. Joining me now, former Pitt and NFL player, now a successful agent, a pleasure to welcome back to the program, Ralph Sindrich. Uh, Ralph, thanks for taking the time. What's your take on how Bell and his agent have played this situation? They blow it, you know. <laughs> well, go on, Ralph. Seriously, seriously, and I've been in this situation, uh, and so you know, I root for the player generally. Uh, I think the Steelers are one of the more uh, or more fair of franchises out there, and that you can have a career 
uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, and you do well if you stay here, and that's been proven uh, over and over. And, but I sound like a homer. Uh, where they screwed up on this thing is simply uh, you go in with your own numbers. You're, there's always going to be a higher contract. So, so the uh, Rams, uh, who, who are idiots anyway, uh, because they, they, you know, they've blown out the market. I don't know when they've been in competition for the Super Bowl, but they signed their guy running back, a little younger uh, than Bell and everything else. But, you know, they blow it away. So all of a sudden now you pull them back and saying, well, I'm not, you know, we, that's been the, the difference maker for us. Uh, and really that's a bunch of crap. The guy got to come in at some point, and he will, uh, and he has to have a good year uh, if he's going to go out and see the dollars, uh, and he possibly has a chance at two more contracts. Now, Bell is obviously going to miss at least one game this year, probably more. Can he ever make up that money from this year, that 855 k per game, Ralph? No, that's that's gone. You know, the worst thing here is the guy's not married, because if he were married, a wife's never going to let that amount of money go out the door. Well, there you go. If he had a wife instead of baby mamas, that would have probably had Bell in camp as we speak. Now, if Bell was your client, Ralph, what path would you have suggested? Well, you know, I, hey, hold everything. Keep your mouth shut, number one. Uh, number two, don't alienate anyone on your club. Uh, that's dumb, particularly when, when you start speaking out, uh, offensive linemen and all the rest. Uh, you don't want those guys against you. Uh, that works, you know, works against you on a team. Now, that can come back around. Because, because of your talent. You know, he's a magnificent player, an unbelievable talent. He's a liability, too. I mean, you know, he's been sat down a couple times because of drugs. Uh, Attitude-wise, sometimes you have to wonder. But all in all, he can get you to the Super Bowl. And if he were wise, he, his goal would be to play in the Super Bowl at some point uh, this year, uh, you know, coming back uh, first this year, playing in the Super Bowl, uh, having an outstanding uh, season, and saying goodbye to the Steelers. They won't want him again. Uh, and, and for the Steelers, then it's a whole rebuild job. And if he were smart to look at this, they have a, they have a good shot at a championship with the, the players they have lined up, the way they think. And one thing about this team, which is unbelievable to me, is the number of leaders that's on this team that's stepping up and saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, this wasn't the understanding or whatever else. Uh, you know, they don't like it. As a coach, you don't want to have that. So you want to have that quiet down. Let them get back in. Do his magic, uh, you know, whether it's third, fourth game of the year. You know, he can use it. You want him strong coming down at the end. This all can work out in the Steelers' favor uh, if they keep their cool. And, and, and I wouldn't try to dock him either. I mean, they have a chance of being able to dock him and all the rest. Uh, leave a go with this guy. Get him to come back. Play in the way he knows how, and you'll get everything you want out of the year. Yeah, I agree. I don't think putting him on the exempt list for two games would, would do anybody any good. Now, what's your take on what the locker room had to say, and particularly the offensive linemen? Uh, ben was a little more reasonable. Obviously, Mike Tomlin was talking about Bell, but the three offensive linemen, Ralph, they went nuts. <laughs> they did. And, you know, that's so atypical of offensive linemen. But, you know, even you have a guy, that's where the leadership part, though, comes in, where these guys are saying, hey, we, we, want, we want to make bigger money. We want to go for it all. We want to have the Super Bowl. Uh, and it starts right now. And so, you know, when, when, when Pouncey, you know, saying, why play hide and seek? Uh, and then you have Foster, uh, you know, coming out and saying, you know, uh, you know, this guy doesn't care about us or the team. Uh, you know, look look at the amount of money that he's making. So, you know, you have that going in. Uh, in my mind, again, I've been in this situation. I understand what the player is trying to do, and you can do it, but you've blown it here. Uh, cover your losses. Uh, you know, get the guy in the camp. Go for that money. 
Steelers aren't going to want you back. You're not going to want to come back. Uh, and it's one of those, well, no, make it big time. Put this in your best position ever. You know, shoot for MVP in the Super Bowl. This guy's talent, uh, it's almost a no-brainer. I mean, a guy like him, if he were featured in the game, you might want to feature him in any game, uh, could come out as an MVP in a heartbeat. We're talking to Agent Ralph Sindrich here on the Mark Madden Show. Ralph, is Bell justified in fearing 400 touches? Because on a one-year deal, that's going to happen. Tomlin isn't going to look out for Bell. You know, Coach, no, let me say it. Every coach out there has an amount of decency. You know, it's like a horse trainer. I mean, you you know, you know if you're, you're, you're doping up your horse to a point where he's going to die on you. You're not going to let that happen. And coaches are mostly, mostly uh, good, decent human beings. Certainly the one in Pittsburgh is along with the franchise, uh, are they going to want to use you? Oh, heck yes. I mean, that's the whole purpose of making you a franchise uh, player and paying you all that money. Uh, but they can only do what you can do and what you can do effectively. And so, uh, to me, it can only increase his value uh, really just to a much higher level. And if you play any way but all out, you got anything else on your mind but playing uh, all out, then you're in deep trouble because you planted a seed in your mind. Uh, you know, it's like guys I've always had uh, who would uh, want to talk, be holding out, and then at the first break want to talk about money. Well, it's okay to talk about money then, but if you start talking money at the beginning of the season uh, and you, you, you're promised to have a redo during the season, you can't let the guy think about money because he's going to go out on the field and he's going to play with a fear in his mind. Ralph, I hate the franchise tag. It keeps free agency from being free. That's obviously a big source of Bell's frustration, isn't it? Oh, yeah, come on. And, and it's the dumbest thing, the most unfair. How do you increase the value of players if, if you don't go out? Uh, like a real estate market, you, what's the highest house that you're bidding on? You know, and I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not putting players in that category, having been a player. But, but it's, you know, it's the same thing. It's the market value out there. And if you have unrestricted free agency, you're going to blow those numbers up there, and then you're going to have every guy like, like Bell come in and say, hey, look, he got this. I want that plus X. And so that's how your dollars get up there. Uh, but now where he is right now, there are times when you fight and there are times uh, when, when you lick your wounds, uh, put a Band-Aid on it, and, and you, you, you take your losses. Go out and play uh, and, and you know, make them regret whatever, but they're not going to regret. They're going to they're gonna plan on you playing at that high level. If you're smart, you're going to be there so that you can get a, uh, a big contract from from a dumbass team like the Miami or someone like that who's just going to go crazy, you know, and, or the Rams, and, and then, uh, hey, uh, you'll be set. Yeah, they could put Bell and Gurley in a split backfield perhaps. Uh, one last thing about the franchise tag, Ralph. What what, what sucks even worse than, than just the non-free agency is why can't the Steelers and Bell negotiate now? That's prohibited. That, see, that seems uh, damaging. Yeah, and and I'm not sure I'm not sure that's entirely the case. Uh, uh, you know, I'd have to I'd have to go back on. I don't. Oh no, they definitely that. cannot negotiate now, Ralph. He's he's a franchise tag player for this year. Period. No matter what. That's it. And, yep. And, and they changed those. They they changed the rules on. To me, uh, I I agree with you 100. percent It's just dumb because a lot of times you reach that point, uh, you have a little cooling off. You you get thinking about it. Uh, and saying, wait a minute, uh, I'm going to be losing how much money? Uh, and say, okay, you know, and you come back in. What's scary about this guy, too, which begs against uh, going too crazy, is that he didn't come in shape 
last year. Now he gets in shape because he's such a phenomenal athlete, uh, but he waited to get back into the season before he started to pick up and get, get in the shape. I don't see that as a problem. You want him coming down at the end. Ben's going to be there. you got some young guys on that team right now that will be able to pick up at the beginning. Can they take it through the season? You don't know, but Bell will be back in. I, I think everyone could be uh, I think it'll be a great season. They, everyone could be happy at the end. Is the relationship permanently damaged? Uh, what's going to happen when Bell does report? You know, no. I mean, guys, you know, you say that at the time and you bust a little bit and, they're, you know, you're irritated. But, you know, when you come back in, in the locker room, I mean, if you love them before, you love them now. Uh, and a lot of times, guys on a close team like that, uh, you know, it's, it's like brothers sometimes. And I can see, you know, you, you're, you're thinking one way and the other guy's thinking another way. But when it comes time to play, and that's the key, you know, in the locker room, you want to make sure that's buried when the season starts. Why is the Ben is keeping keeping quiet? Of course, he's an old one there. And you know, if anyone's going to criticize your running back, uh, if it's your offensive lineman, the running back got to be smart there. <laughs> These are the guys you don't want them laying down on you, you know. Or even if they're getting beat up, uh, you're not know, just saying, uh, you know, see you later, go get him this time. Ralph, you have a book called NFL Brawler. A player turned agents 40 years in the bloody trenches of the National Football League. What was tougher, playing in the NFL or being an agent in the NFL? I, I bet it's a lot closer than most people would think. <laughs> the toughest part was writing that freaking book, okay? <laughs> uh, but no, <laughs> but go, going out there, uh, uh, actually, I love the work that I did as an agent. Uh, I'm beat up uh, all over from football, you know, a lot of operations, a lot of procedures all up and down. Uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Uh, gave me opportunities I would have never had otherwise. Uh, I would have been a butcher like my grandpa down in Slovan, PA. So I'm very grateful. Ralph, great stuff. I really appreciate taking the time. Excellent insight. We'll do it again, I hope. I'd love to, Mark. Thank you. That's Ralph Sindrich. Played in the league. Agent in the league. And uh, you have to, like, some dumb team like Miami. I think it'll be a dumb team like the Jets, actually, uh, where Le'Veon Bell ends up next season. 412-333-9939. If you want to talk about some of the other issues, uh, Terrell Edmonds is going to start. Morgan Burnett's a backup. What would you like to see the Steelers' division of duties be among the running backs? Should Connor be the workhorse, or should it get split up? Here's an interesting uh, note. Josh Gordon, the wide receiver for the Browns, was limited in practice for the second day in a row. He's dealing with a hamstring injury, and that's certainly good news for the Steelers. And I think if the Browns are to have a chance to win this game, Miles Garrett has to dominate Alejandro Villanueva, and that just might happen. Your thoughts on any or all of that, dial 412-333-WXDX. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. This is Bob Hope. Hi, uh, this is. How you doing? Oh, boy, man. Hey, uh, you know what? Why this? Call back when you're coherent. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. It's been a busy, busy day. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go. This guy's a conspiracy theory. Tim from Shaler, you're on with Double X. Double M on the X, whatever. Talk. If you were going to get paid eight hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars, the only way way he's not showing up is if he can't pass the drug test. No, that's just not true. 
I don't know. I would think that you know he's that, doing that's that easy. Rapid. That's easy to say, but but I just don't see that. I can't believe it'd be that stupid. Uh, and he he says he wants to make sure his workload doesn't wear him out to the point where it affects his free agency. And you have to admit, four hundred and six touches. That's onerous. That's ridiculous, quite frankly. Lev Bell, the last two years, his total touches have been the second and third highest in football. Yeah, oh, they kill him. And that's consecutive years. So uh, I understand people talking about the drug test saying it's so obvious. It's actually too obvious, and I'm not buying into it. Let's go to Brandon and Pitcairn. Brandon, you're on with Double M. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, I was thinking that if they were to trade him, and uh, I'm glad I don't have that job figured out. But uh, San Francisco would be a great. That's yeah, we're not. We're, they're not going to trade him. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay, good call. Uh, let's go to Steve in Pleasant Hill. Steve, you're on with Double M. Hey, well, you just touched base on it, but I was going to see how you would feel about the. Steelers possibly trading Bell for a first-round draft pick. Okay, why would you give a first-round draft pick for a guy you'd only have for one year? Make it to the Super Bowl. Why else? Okay, okay. who would who would do that? Who has the uh, cap room and the uh, availability to do that? I would have to say, uh, I don't know, maybe Green okay, Bay. Okay, you don't know, correct? You just don't know. I'd say Green Bay. No, 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 the, the, you don't know. Okay, what's their cap space, and do they have a first-round pick available? I assume every team has a first-round draft pick. Oh, really? Because nobody ever traded their first-round pick. So you're assuming that every team has a first-round pick available to trade in a conversation where you're suggesting a team trades a first-round pick. Anything else? Didn't think so. Let's go to Nate and Hopewell. Nate, you're on with the Super Genius. Hey, Mark, uh, I was thinking, uh, what do you think about the Browns' chances of running on the Steelers as far as Tyrod Taylor goes if he starts and Baker Mayfield? Well, Tyrod Taylor uh, is starting. Okay, well, I mean, do you think the defense is going to be able to stop them? Because, like, they have a hard time stopping running quarterbacks. I don't think the Browns are going to come in there uh, with the game plan of running the quarterback. I, I just – I. When they've played them before, it seems like the Steelers have a hard time, and I think Todd Haley recognizes that too with the quarterback option and a decent running back stopping the run. Yeah, I I, I think if the Browns are going to win this game, it's going to be on defense with Garrett dominating Villanueva with their quick linebackers uh, frustrating the Steelers' short passing game by helping in coverage. I also think that uh, on offense, Tyrod Taylor is going to you know, go slow and steady with the short-range passing game. They got uh, a decent running back in Carlos Hyde. And they got the best slot receiver maybe in NFL history in Jarvis Landry. That'll be an interesting matchup if Mike Hilton draws him. I wouldn't look at, well, no, I was just going to say. I was going to say I wouldn't expect the Browns to reinvent the wheel against Pittsburgh on offense. Then again... The Browns offensive coordinator is a guy who tries to invent the wheel, reinvent the wheel every chance he gets. Exactly. But, that's uh, my point. But they're, but they're not, they're not going to base their game plan on the quarterback running the ball. That's just too risky, brah. It's just too risky. That's not to say Tyrod Taylor might not ad-lib a play now and then, but they're not going to come out in the wishbone. 
Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Mark, big fan, big fan. Hey, uh, quick question. Do you think when Lave Bell comes back, do they throw him straight in, or do they leave him sit out for a little bit? Uh, by sit out, you mean make him the backup, correct? Not, not really backup role, but, I mean, if Connor's having a good year, why? If it were me, I'd put Bell in as the starter right away, assuming he's physically ready. Yeah. I just can't keep playing the third-round pick over a guy who's generally thought to be one of the top two running backs in football. I just can't sure. do that. I mean, I mean, if Connor's threatening, you know, six yards per carry when Bell comes back, then yeah. But, uh, you know, Connor would have to be not only performing up to expectations, but for me, performing way beyond expectations to not put Bell right back in there. Or Bell could come to camp fat or high or... Or with that big fat stripper ass, he was groping. If if he came to camp with her, I would rescind the franchise tag. Completely understandable. Let's go to Chuck in the car. Chuck, you're on with Mark. Big fan. Uh, I think Cleveland is prepared for this game, and it's a game that we may lose. And regarding Le'Veon Bell, if James Conner tears it up on Sunday, which he's probably going to play good, but I don't know about tear it up. I think he, you know, you would think he would report maybe just out of ego, but I no. don't know if he'll do that. No. Um, they should rescind his tag and, and use that. They're not going to rescind. They're not going to rescind his tag. Okay, they're just okay. What linebackers out there? There's a lot of free. Navarro okay. Bowman. Oh, you're going to rescind the franchise tag on Le'Veon Bell and give up the third round compensatory draft pick you'll get when he well, leaves. He to get a to get a to get to get to get a washed up bum like Navarro Bowman, you think that had solved the problem? A washed up bum like Navarro Bowman. If he doesn't come to week ten, what's he worth? He's still Levy on Bell. I understand. I understand that that he's still Levy on Bell. But is it fair to James Conner if? Oh, if fair. You think fair? Fair. Fair. You think fair has anything to do with this? Fair has anything to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing. And I, and I don't think that the lineman's comments were appropriate at all. Well, I gave you long enough time. You finally said something that made sense. Navarro Bowman. Let's go to Seth and Harmer. Seth, you're on with Double M. Good day, sir. Right. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion. Is there anything positive that comes out of this on the Steelers' end? Uh, if, if Connor establishes himself as a legitimate NFL back, That'll help with their decision-making moving forward after Bell finally leaves via free agency. Uh, even though it'll help Bell more than helps the Steelers, if Bell comes in for, for, the, uh, for the 11th game or whenever, he will be fresh. He'll, he'll need a little bit of time to get in the rhythm, but he'll be fresh. And conceivably, you'd be glad it all happened when the playoffs come if Bell's injury-free, not banged up, and just ready to rock and roll. That's kind of what I was getting at. I mean, if he's going to sit out this long and it takes him three or four weeks. To well, now, it's, it's kind of convoluted. Okay, I'm giving you best-case scenario. Uh, some bad things could happen, too. And given the toxic nature of the situation, I expect and hope they will. I mean, just expect they will. Yeah. Did I say hope? Let's take one more quickie. Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. Let's go to uh, Steve on McKnight Road. 
Hey, Mark, uh, you just read my mind about this. I mean, he, he's choosing to do what's best for him, and if he comes back and plays three games, two games in the regular season, if he's healthy for the playoffs and this team is able to, to get there, th- that's all that really matters. Well, no, not really. What if he's healthy for the playoffs, but they lose a couple games they shouldn't because he's not there and have to play in the wild card round and don't have home field? Valid point, but you can't control that. Bell's doing what. Actually, if Bell plays, you could go a long way toward controlling exactly that. But I'm saying there is, there's nothing. The conversation can go on for days and weeks, and we'll we'll go back and forth about this. And it will. He's he's made the decision. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it at this point. Going into Cleveland, we I'm not too worried because they just don't care reasons. at all. But go ahead. We may lose for other reasons, not necessarily Bell. But we also may blow out Cleveland, and Bell comes back, and we're not talking about this anymore. And toxicity is is all relative because if you're winning games, toxic isn't a thing. Let me ask you this: Period. what What do you expect the Steelers' record to be after ten games when Bell comes back? I w- I would expect six and four, seven and three. I'd expect six and four. Okay, is that good enough? Is that good enough to eliminate the toxicity? Perhaps. I don't Depends. think so, Joel. It's not time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. Ask Mark anything now by dialing 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius, big fan, big fan. Hashtag best in the world. You are the super genius. <laughs> I'll say. And then some. The X at 105.9. This just in. David DeCastro is backpedaled as if chasing a long fly ball. He said today, we like Levy on the business side is the business side. No hard feelings. It is what it is, unquote, which is what he should have said yesterday. But he can't unsay what he said yesterday. Time not to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. It's brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and shop house. Be sure to check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to Andrew in Beaver. Andrew. How you doing, Mark? Ask Mark anything. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, if and when Les Bell comes back to the lineup, what makes you think he's going to give 100% and actually, you know, look out? Because if you don't give 100% playing football, you get hurt. Yeah, I mean. Everyone knows that. Now, now, do I think he'll play hurt? No, I do not. I don't think he's ever played hurt for Pittsburgh. I I think he could have gone back out on the field in the AFC Championship game a couple years ago and did not. And uh, that rumor's always circulated that he pulled the shoot because he thought it would be a free agent after the season. And, of course, they franchised him for the first time. But I think as long as he is perceived to be healthy, yes, he will give 100%. Let's go to uh, Norm on 79. Norm. Hi, Mark. Uh, all the years that you've been doing interviews, is there anybody out there that you were really looking forward to interviewing that turned out to be a complete disaster? And on the flip side of that, is there anyone that you really wasn't that excited about that actually turned out to be a good interview? Well, I was scared to interview Johnny Rotten, John Lydon from, from the Sex Pistols and Public Enemy. Public Enemy, yes. Public Image. Uh, and he was great. He was in studio. He stayed for uh, over half an hour. It's the best interview I've ever had on this program. In terms of interviews that turned out bad, most of the interviews that turned out bad, I had some idea might turn out bad. Like, I will say this. 
Willie Gay was so bad, I never anticipated how bad he could possibly be. Oh, wow. You know, especially when nobody cares who Willie Gay is. Let's go to Isaac in the car. Isaac, ask Mark anything. What up, Maeve? What up? Uh, so what do you think about Liverpool's champion uh, Champions League draw? And, it's a uh, tough draw. You think uh, Robertson's going to have Neymar in his back pocket? I don't know if anybody can put Neymar in their back pocket, but I think Robertson has the speed to keep up with Neymar. That's for sure. I've never been a big fan of Paris Saint-Germain. They only play like three or four competitive fixtures, if that, a year in their league. The league's too easy. Uh, that does enable them to rest guys for Champions League games, but uh, I'm more worried about Mbappe than I am uh, Neymar. Uh, I know they have some has-been guys like Angel Di Maria, but uh, I think Liverpool can beat any team in that group. It's just it's a deep group. I'm and that... hoping PSG's the odd man out. Pardon me? I'm hoping PSG's the odd man out in the group. I don't care who's out as long as Liverpool are in. Let's go to uh, Corey on the parkway. Corey. You're on with Double M. Ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Yep. I got a quick two-parter. Did you hear uh, Pat McAfee about leaving Barstool on Friday? Yeah, I know know all about it. Is this the perfect opportunity for you guys to finally bring back Sugar Plum Days? I don't know. I'm going to call Pat. Um, I don't know what Pat's plans are. I know he's still doing the podcast on his own, I suppose, and he has a sponsor for it. Um. I think Pat's best move would be to tone his act down just a little bit and try to get into mainstream football media. But I just I think he wants to do it his way or not succeed. But I think the way he does it, there's a very limited market. Yep. All right. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you. But, you know, i got to tell you, the Barstool guy screwed him. You know, he talked about being disrespected by their business people. The Barstool's a pirate organization run by crooks. So nobody who gets cheated there should feel surprised. Even their top guys don't make much money. Let's go to uh, Matthew on the parkway. Matthew, ask Mark anything. Uh, hey, Mark, big fan. Wanted to know if you ever tried a burger from Applewood Smoke Burger on Bryan Street over in Highland Park. I have not. Is any good? Man, one of the best burgers in Pittsburgh. Now, it's my understanding that Applewood is a brand name for bacon, right, or a type of bacon. Yeah, they got a uh, they got an Applewood bacon burger with a, a maple sauce special maple sauce and make everything homemade. You know, there's nothing preventing them from sending one over here to the studio. Uh, hey, I'm about to go there right now, so I'll, I'll put in the word. I'll be leaving, but but thank you. Leaves the line open, 412-333-WXDX. I'm really down. Can you guys tell how I'm, like, depressed? This illness for three weeks, not knowing what it is, probably not being able to go to Vegas tomorrow. Just, I'm just, you know, you know what pisses me off? I wish I was a little sicker so I could not come to work. I do. I mean, that sounds absurd, but, you know, it's just depressing that I'm sick enough to not do what I want to do, but I'm not sick enough to to take days off. I mean, I like doing this, but boy, just, you know, I'm going to miss Queen if I don't go. I'm going to drop about 1500 bucks on stuff I've already paid for. It just sucks. Now, if somebody wanted to start a GoFundMe to make up my losses, that would be nice. Let's go to Ed in Long Island. Ed. Ask Mark anything. Okay. Great. There are things to do uh, and places to eat in Ottawa. Ottawa, Canada? Yes. Oh, bro, when I covered the Penguins for the Post-Gazette, I was Dave Molinari's backup guy, right? Molinari would pick the trips he didn't make. He'd always pick Ottawa because it sucks. 
He wouldn't go to <laughs> Ottawa. Uh, what I liked most about Ottawa was leaving. Well, actually, I, you know what? I I take that back. You know what I really hated about Ottawa? The rink is like 40 minutes outside town. That really sucked. And then the traffic after to leave was awful, which is why Molinaire didn't go. Let's go to Jay in Las Vegas. Jay, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I uh, wonder what you think the Penguins' uh, second uh, power play unit is going to look like, and if you think Brian Rust or Carl Hagelin would ever be on that unit. So let me say if I have this straight. They haven't started camp yet. You want me to predict the second power play? Sure. No. Goodbye. And no, I don't think Rust or Hagelin will get much power play time. Let's go to Josh in the car. Josh, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, what do you think the big thing Maybe on Bell signing some sort of rap deal or Liverpool winning it all this year? Levy on Bell already has some kind of rap deal. Well, okay, then I'll change it to a significant rap deal. I think, yeah, I mean, who are you? Do you have a rap deal? No, sir. Have you ever won it all? Not in some. Well, then take a hike, jerk off. Let's go to Steve in Lawrence County. Steve, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, uh, the 28th annual Pittsburgh Irish Festival takes place this weekend with your Irish heritage. I'm wondering, did you have you ever attended the festival? No. Where is it? Uh, it's at the Riverplex next to Sandcastle. What do they do, just drink? They have plenty to drink, plenty to eat, and lots of entertainment. So mostly drink? Uh there's a fair amount of that that goes on, yes, sir. Now, I got a question. What what alcohol. what Irish food could I look forward to? I don't I don't recall the Irish is being famous for food. Well, you're correct there, but they have things like bangers and mash. So they just and, drink, uh, and <laughs> and plenty to drink. Yes, including mead, Mark. By the way, have you ever had mead? No, and won't ever. Well, now I'll go home, sit on the toilet, not have any fun, and come back to work tomorrow. Good talk. See you out there. 105.9 X.